What? The sun is up. I know, right? <laughs> your face I is like all bright on its side. I know. I need to maybe close that. I don't know. <laughs> hey. Yo. Why no Crippy Cream? Crippy Cream. Oh, Krippy man. Creams. I, you know, like, I remember being excited, like, the first time we got one here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, it was good the first time I had it. Yeah. And then every time after that, it's just been super disappointing. <laughs> that happens with them sometimes. It's like it's a sugar just... cube in the shape of a yeah. donut. It I is. Mean, that's, that's basically it. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> uh,. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's, not it's nothing good. special at yeah. all. Hello and welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I are going over our first chunk of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. We'll be chatting about the first ten chapters, so if you're reading along with us, that's your target if you don't want us to spoil any of it. Also, again, a general content warning that's going to apply to this whole season. If you are sensitive to discussions of sexual assault, we do touch on that subject again today. It's not quite as heavily as in some later chapters, but still, do what you need to do to safeguard yourself. With that said, if you're ready, let's get back to my conversation with the Chris's already in progress. So right across from the exclusion zone is uh, like a, that's where the Popeyes is, where and my doctor's office is. Let me, let me stop you really quick, and I just want to <laughs> say... Uh, exclusion zone sounds like super sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, proceed. Yeah, so there's like a grocery store there and all that stuff, and uh, like we tried to go to that grocery store earlier in the week. It was closed. Yeah. And I'm like, and Brittany's like, that's really weird. I'm like, it's probably because it's right across the road from what could blow up. <laughs> so <laughs> corporate probably said, hey, we're going to be next to a crater. Let's not have people there. <laughs> Smart thinking. Yeah. And just as you're saying that, kaboom. <laughs> I know. I'm really bad about it. Like each time I'm gonna put the glass again, under I'm, car shatters. Yeah. I'm super happy we got the good outcome. Yeah. The good ending to all this because it just would have been. I mean, you say it's the good ending. Well, it didn't blow up. I mean, that's the point that we could have been one where it didn't set on fire at all. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That would be the best. Ending. Super happy ending. But we got. Like, I I think I think the best ending is everyone evacuates and it still explodes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's that's what I wanted. Yeah. Well, the only problem is they wouldn't for probably have forced anyone outside of that zone to evacuate. So our house probably would have like lost its windows or something. Yeah, but that's fine. That's not something I could really that's, replace right now, though. That's 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 you know like it's still better I than getting blown a, up, though. Right. I think that's an acceptable loss for for seeing a <laughs> wicked awesome explosion on the news, like three miles from my house. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also how I learned how I lived that close to a fertilizer plant. I'm sure I've driven by it and never knew what it was. Oh yeah. man. And it was built like in the 40s. It's been there a while, but they said uh, apparently there's been some fires in the past. 
Okay. Like there was one in December that was basically oh, caused man. by like machinery sparking, like dropping sparks onto a pile of something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so like, oh my god. A little bit but yet less this... frequent than every month. <laughs> yeah. But this place was inspected in January and they're like, Yeah, you're fine. Oh wow. <laughs> Just oh, it's like oh, hey, maybe you guys should stop using these extension cords you have strewn across. <laughs> oh my god, across this big area to power some of your shit. You really shouldn't do that. Yeah, you know, like okay, no wonder this place caught on fire. It's old, <laughs> needed some work. They didn't apparently they didn't want to do that. It was fine. Just use an extension cord. Oh god, <laughs> that's hard. Yeah, make though. make sure you put like tape over it or something so people don't <laughs> trip on it. <laughs> right. But again, didn't blow up better outcome to have so again you you say better <laughs> one of the well being right was... here it was the one i wanted to happen <laughs> spectators from across the country probably think another day a different outcome would be more entertaining yeah but... like like the fireworks thing that happened a while back right that mm-hmm. was that was pretty cool yeah fireworks factory yeah. blowing up look awesome they do <laughs> that that is very true if you are far away from them it's <laughs> <that's> pretty <cool>. right <laughs> Yeah. Uh, apropos only of talking about companies that are from someplace, I just mm-hmm. learned recently that Kids Bop is from Grapevine, Texas, which is really? like just down the street. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's another terrible thing that Texas has inflicted <laughs> on everyone. Oh my God. Yeah. Our parents in like the late 90s would say it was great. No. And nope. then they realized the <laughs> folly of their ways. Yep. We just laugh at the song selections they put on there, like Montero. Little Nas X, like, there's no kids bop version of this, like, right? Sure, there is. Just kids sing it. That makes it kids bop, right? I've always been surprised at some of the song selections. Yeah. Oh man, I I remember uh, my I think my favorite one, and this this tells you how out of touch with this I am. uh, It was uh, Gangnam Style. Uh Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. That was I don't know, just something about that. Did that they, tickles it a little bit. Did they yeah. sing it in Korean? Like, probably. I, I think they do. Nice. Yeah, that's a bunch the song. Of, a bunch of tiny white kids. <laughs> There's no English version of it that we that most of us learned. I so can guarantee they did not say "Hey, sexy lady," though. No, no, they say no. they say "Hey, pretty lady." Uh, yeah, I would say that's the radio <laughs> edit version. So <laughs> we were laughing because what was it? Like Jerry um, Lewis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was the song we were listening to yesterday? Uh, I'm not going to be able to come up with it. It's Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And we were just laughing because the kids are like, they just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that kid. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Okay. Wow. wow. <laughs> Even my kids were like, no. No. That's not right. <laughs> 100%. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. something. That I, I, you know, I can't think of like uh, how you can make that safe at all. Just don't do mm-hmm. that song, right? Just don't like, do it. Yeah, don't pick it. Just sing the Ed Sheeran songs and whatnot, and the yeah. Not everything has to have been a Billboard 100 yeah. chart topper. <laughs> you know? Forty fucking songs on this latest album, like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Man. ridiculous. So anyway, yeah, Kids Bop is the worst. It it totally is. <laughs> but it is funny to try to figure out what they yeah. would change in a song and what they could change it to. Right. <laughs> so anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh how about this book? Oh man. It's it's pretty good. 
It so is far. pretty good. Yeah, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. It's meaty. It I is. I think I was going to enjoy it as much because it's big. <laughs> it is big. It is big. <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, it's one of those things, like, there's a lot to dig into. So if you're yes. enjoying it, it's going to keep feeding you. But yeah. Um, more interesting than all of the meaty details in Red October, to me at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Also, I guess I didn't realize it was something of like a cold case murder mystery. I neglected to remember all that. So. <laughs> oh, I, I remembered it, but, you know, not all of the detail. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember that was in there, but mm-hmm. I always felt like I focused more on the Elizabeth Salander part. Right. That's, than the Michael Blomquist part. Yeah. Well, that's... I was surprised Lisbeth had so little to do in this first section, but yeah. I can only assume she's going to do more later on. I presume so. Seems likely. From what I generally remember. Like, <laughs> I know she'll do more, but... I feel like they wrote, like, six more books about her, so probably she's going to have to do <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> just just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yep. Have you been struggling like me to keep track of the flashing around like different time periods? Okay. That's good. Yeah, I'm I'm all right. Like for for me honestly, like um the most difficult things so far have been um keeping track of like what's where in the town. Oh yeah. And yeah. and like who's who in the family. Right. Yeah. So like like this is the first book in a while that I've read that has like a family tree in yeah. it. Yeah. As like an <laughs> right. illustration. Yeah. And, like, needed. Yeah. yeah. But like uh I I feel like um I I need to find a map too. I need to like <laughs> yeah. see yeah, I where all of this stuff is happening. Yeah. Like like I, I thought about drawing one based on on the descriptions and everything. In my mind, you just have like your town stuff right by the bridge, and then yeah. everyone's houses are like I just put it like in like a half circle around it because I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's like I would like to actually see a map of the island with all the places mapped out. Right. Yeah. Exactly. To have an idea of what we're looking at, just for fun. And and like who lives know? who lives where and like yeah, what's what's like, empty and like. Because it feels to me like half the people are neighbors of the guest house he's staying in. Right. Yeah. I'm like, but what does that really mean? Like, how far away are they? Like, I get you could see them all. Yeah. But what is, how, how in relation to where, you right. know? Right. I picture like a uh, the Chateau in Angers that we looked at. Like, oh, yeah? a big wall around everything and all the little houses are in there. Like, like a big complex or something. Mm. Based on could nothing, be. but that's how I picture yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it could be. It was this whole stuff started as this family's estate they were awarded. So. Right. Right. On this would be more like that. This random island. But yeah, I agree. Like usually, I'll just skip over that kind of stuff in a book. Like where do they go? I don't. I don't care. But yeah. After a while, I'm like, it seems like this might be important. So I maybe should have been yeah. keeping track. Yeah. Like like you with this kind of thing, like you never know what little detail is going to come right. back. Right. Right. And it's. It's, I don't know, you don't necessarily have to, like, keep track of everything to enjoy it, I think. Right. Um, But, like, but I think to get the most out of it is if you're going to, like, uh, I don't know, 
really think about the mystery, I guess. Like, you mm-hmm. do have to kind of be aware of all of these little details. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of the difference between, like, a good mystery novel and a shitty one. Like, yeah. I've been burned a lot of yeah. times where, like, I'm going to pay real close attention, and in the end, the twist is something you could never have known. Exactly. <laughs> Secretly, this right. guy was a duke the whole time. Dude, you know what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I think it was... Uh, I think it was the eighth grade, my uh-huh. eighth grade English class, uh, which, by the way, I didn't do this assignment. <laughs> um, but uh, I, yeah, but but in uh, eighth grade English class, um, uh, one of the things that we had to do was was write a uh, a whodunit, and uh-huh. one of the requirements was that you have to have been able to figure it out from oh. the details in the story. Yeah. No, too complex. But I would yeah. <laughs> so even even an eighth grader should fucking know is what I'm saying. <laughs> that this is how mysteries work. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. It always bugs me when it's like there is a note about something, but unless you had very esoteric knowledge about it, you would never know. But Sherlock Holmes right. knows or whatever. So right, because he knows everything. Right. Yep. Well, I mean, like, uh, what, um, I guess one of, one of my favorite takes on that kind of thing though, uh-huh. was, um, uh, there was a, there was a Sherlock Holmes video game yeah, where, um, they basically set it up so that however you decided to like solve the mystery, like that's just how it was solved. Oh shit. Like, like oh. that's just what the answer was. <laughs> Huh. Because that's you're Sherlock Holmes, God damn it! <laughs> like, <laughs> like whatever you whatever right you way. think is correct is correct. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so what are they going to argue with you? You're Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. Right? <laughs> that's a. I have the mind palace now. <laughs> I I played another game where uh, where they did do like the mind palace, and that was that was pretty fucking cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Like you yeah. got to set up your own mind palace. Where, where like just part of it was organizing all the little details in like uh, uh in a big oh. web in your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it was pretty neat. That sounds neat. That's like a complicated. Yes. Yeah. I played Professor Layton one time. No, oh, I was one of the Phoenix Wright. I'm sorry, Phoenix Wright, oh. not Professor Layton. Sim- similar kind of thing. He's Professor much... Layton is really good though. That's what I heard. Phoenix Wright is much easier though. It's like. Just object to everything and then hope that that's the thing. Oh man, <laughs> you should uh, you should check I think out. There's a little um, more to it. <laughs> you should check out Danganronpa. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that. Yes. My my niece likes to cosplay from that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Danganronpa is really good. This is a show. It it well I or they might have turned it into one, but it's a game. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a game first. It's uh, but it it follows kind of the same pattern of uh, Phoenix Wright, I guess, yeah. mm-hmm. except that it's like a uh, a bunch of kids trapped in like a zero sum murder game. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. So like basically, basically, uh, it's like prisoners' dilemma where like yeah. they'll only let let one person out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, uh. You have to kill everyone until only one person's left, and they'll let that person out. Oh, um, or um, or if you kill somebody and get away with it, 
Oh, okay. So basically, every time someone gets murdered, like they have this trial, uh-huh. and then and then uh, if you can prove who did it, like everyone gets to stay alive, essentially. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that's that's the game is you like stakes. investigating all of these murders <laughs> so that you don't get. Wow. Uh, yeah. Huh. It's it's uh, it's a really good time though. It's like it's kind of tongue in cheek and like uh, it's. It's you know gritty anime violence mm-hmm. with yeah. they they made all the blood pink and so it's got like this really stylized look to it yeah um, like neon pink hmm. oh interesting um that'd be fun to see yeah and That's and the uh, the the switch between the characters like um, basically like when they're when they're normal or pretending to be normal and then when you mm-hmm. find out they're fucking murderers <laughs> like yeah. like holy shit like the the gap between those two personalities it's it's amazing but <laughs> i i think in phoenix right where everyone gets really pissed off yeah. yeah yeah i well i mean especially because everyone that you figure out is getting sentenced to death right. so mm-hmm. <laughs> right but um yeah, so like uh I I think you can play these things on Steam. Okay. I, I think they're on Steam. Um but like originally Otherwise, they were on uh PSP, so good luck. Yeah. <laughs> well right. I mean, you could probably still get it from someone in Japan, maybe. Yeah. I have a functional PSP. Oh. I can loan it out if you really needed to play it. <laughs> or uh maybe on PS Vita. Oh yeah. 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 Say I went through like three PSPs to find one that actually. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah. Like the the screen always had dead pixels. Yeah, was which was a, like... an issue back then. Yeah, yeah. And the first one I got, like the cartridge player stopped working. Oh, that sucks. Like so that just it wouldn't load anything. I'm like, damn it! I kept going to like GameStop and Slack, and I finally got the one I got. I actually have a God of War Special Edition one oh, that's nice. red with Kratos on the back, and, yeah. stuff, and it works just great. But... Did it come with Ascension or no? <laughs> I don't know. Never. <laughs> Not. Important. Mine is uh, mine is hacked, so it actually wouldn't matter if the drive didn't work. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could just load stuff on the memory stick. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yes. the only Detective game I have that I've not played. Is Detective Pikachu <laughs> for my 3DS, which is not easy to find. It was still like 30 bucks when I got it. Oh, oh. 30, 35 bucks. So we have that somewhere because the kids liked the movie. Yeah. But they got it That's and why they, I got it they ever played it. So, yeah. Kids, right? But I did want to play those Professor Layton games. I just never did. I feel like you still can. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Didn't they bring I'm out a collection fine. on the Switch recently or was. I think so. I said they're still putting out like new editions for it because yeah. I I think it did come out on the Switch within the last year. So yeah. So or other options are available like writing your own. Like other person, <laughs> just know. write your own. But I make it make sense. That. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we get into some details about the story so far? At least a few. There's a, there's a lot of details. Oh my god! There, goddamn, are a lot of details. So, <laughs> so many. So like maybe not all of them are so relevant. No. I have no idea. Well, we'll yeah, like find you out. said, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to know what to write down and what to skip when you're taking notes on this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it, I tended towards the general instead of the specific. I think, right. yeah. and then later on we can come back and remind everybody. Oh, remember that thing happened, right? Right. So, but yeah. uh, 
we'll we'll do that thing where they like uh flashback and show all the inserts of like <laughs> yeah like the guy doing the important thing right yeah and like showing you know yeah 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 remember that time yeah. that we straddled that guy in the office or like uh you know it'll it'll be like um in the uh the heist movie where they show everybody what's actually happening during right. the plan right mm-hmm. i don't know <laughs> yeah. something like something. that something like that yeah uh yeah it's also like uh, probably a translation thing, but a surprising amount of the R word in this book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, oh. I mean, I, I, you know, it's also just like an older book. Not that much older though. I, it's it's enough older. There's like they also use the term dot com <laughs> as though it's like like this is this is while it's happening, right? Yeah. Like this is yeah. Maybe know, like. Keep... Just after high school for us, yeah. If you think about that, yeah, I think it's set in like two thousand three, something, something like that. Because there's references later to like Elizabeth's computer and a few other things. I'm like, yeah, that's like early two thousand. <laughs> yeah, her her iBook or whatever iBook. Yeah, that was only a year old from two thousand two, and she's like, I want that new aluminum bodied one. I'm like, ah, yes, that is when all the aluminum bodies began for the laptops. Getting getting your landline installed. Yeah, and like have DSL. It also it also occurred to me that like he's going to that cafe and mm-hmm. working on stuff. Like he's totally not going to have Wi Fi there. No, like not at all. Yep, because there was not Wi Fi like, for another MP3 players called an iPod or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Crazy. It can hold her entire CD library. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? A hundred songs in your back pocket? Something like that, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. What did you say? <laughs> oh man, he had a financial interest in this book. I think <laughs> he must have. Yeah. 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 Also, like yeah. Uh, I know we talked about this last time, and about how uh, Stieg was an investigative journalist. But mm-hmm. if I didn't know that, I might have guessed. This guy has a lot oh yeah, of detail about yeah. investigative journalism and detail about shady corporations. Yeah, right. I would probably guess he had done something like that before. Write what you know. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's the only thing you're going to be able to do realistically, right? True. Or write about vampires. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> no vampires in this book so far, but it so does far. does open up on an 82 year old man receiving mm-hmm. an anonymous pressing of a flower in a handmade frame. Who. Briefly discusses it with a detective superintendent, Morell, mm-hmm. and this has become something of an annual mystery as he's gotten forty-four of these on his birthday. Uh, this particular flower is native to Australia, particularly to, particularly to Ayers Rock. Which, again, who knows if that will ever be important? But maybe. I I think the only reason it's important is that it's like it's not easy to get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, detective thinks about of this as his one unsolved case, despite not even being sure a crime is actually being committed. Mm-hmm. The birthday mm-hmm. boy hangs the frame and weeps. Yeah, that's the prologue. So, uh, yeah. <sighs> the different parts open with these um, disturbing facts about violence towards women, mm-hmm. and just a reminder that the book's title is "Men Who Hate Women" originally. So, yeah, oh, yeah. 
So, and you know, it's it's also important to keep that through line in mind, like while yeah. you're reading like the thoughts and actions of people. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. God damn. For sure. Just just in case you're feeling okay, just a reminder uh -huh. that 18 percent of women in Sweden have at one time been threatened by a man. Mm. But anyway, after that, Michael Blomquist is being found guilty, as he expected, of libel against financer Hans Erik Wernerstrom, who will henceforth be referred to by me as Wernstrom. Because <laughs> it's Perfect. just easier. Uh, he's sentenced to three months in jail and 150,000 kroner fee because of his mm. 15 counts of libel, which, if I'm using the right kroner, then it's about $16,000 U.S., yeah, but it's still three months in jail in American jail. So, yeah, yeah, I I I have to assume that their jail is nicer though. Yeah, well, it is, minimum security and in Sweden it's probably pretty nice. Yeah, it's yeah. like going to someone's apartment. For three yeah, months. it's you just can't leave. It's it's going to be a like a hotel stay. Yeah, I think you know. I did even the one in Norway for that mass murder guy isn't bad. They let him like watch TV and learn stuff. Yeah. So. There was one of those, I, I, I don't remember what country it was, but like one of them, they, they don't even really like fence you in. Like, right. Yeah, it's, depending it's on what kind of incarceration it's is. It's kind of honor system right. that you're just not yeah. going to leave. Well, well I, there's one, constantly I, think, liked... I think it's Norway again, like they have this little island uh -huh. next to like Stockholm and that's where the prison is. Yeah. But like you're not, like if you're serving 20 years for murdering someone, they're not putting you there. But if you're going to be out in a couple of years, like you live there, you live in houses yeah. with roommates and you can leave to go to work in the morning and you just have to come back at night and stay on the weekends. Yeah. Wow. And it's to like kind of help you get ready to reenter society and stuff. Crazy. And I bet their recidivism rate is very low. Surprisingly, yeah. I had to guess. That's, yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, that's, not so surprising. That, but that's, uh, it is low. that's the entire point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shocking, right? When you treat uh -huh. people like humans. Yeah. They don't become dangerous animals. Anyway. I did like how he's constantly like, sometime I'm going to have to go to jail, guys. Like, Yep. <laughs> yep. Must be nice. Months. <laughs> I will come to jail. I, I'm free in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Right. Then I'll report to jail. Uh, they have some notes about his previous career and some success in uncovering the Donald Duck gang via mm -hmm. intense volleyball. Yes. He noticed some guys playing yep. really intense volleyball, and that cracked the case for him. Some, like, Top yep. Gun volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Blomquist rival William Borg, who now works PR for Wernstrom's company, makes sure to see him on the courthouse steps and jeer at him. Come uh, Jerk. Uh, back at Michael's sweet-ass apartment, he tries yeah. to reconcile the legal fees and penalties and the impact it's going to have on his magazine, Millennium. Yeah. And he notes that what hurts most is the humiliation. Yeah. <laughs> that, that and the other thing. But that and the other thing. Hurts the second Because well, you but know most... he has to probably be right. <laughs> Mostly the, the disrespect. prove it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably right, yeah. Because he seems to be able to cover the expense. And again, casual jail. But yeah, it's going to Still. fuck up his his end, it's three months you lose. Yeah. yeah. He's like, how had this Wernstrom affair gone so wrong? Like, well, what had happened was Michael had Not been invited time. on this pleasure cruise. And when they were docking, he met a former, former friend, Robert Lindbergh. And they shot the shit while girls danced around the midsummer pole. 
Mm. Yep. And as boys in drink will do, they get talking about corporate corruption and golden parachutes <laughs> to shitty mm-hmm. CEOs. And guys like, oh man, you've got to dig into this Wernstrom guy and the AIA, which it was a kind of an investment program in Eastern Europe after the wall came down. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of explanation that essentially, in my mind, comes down to Wernstrom took out a $60 million, no, 60 million kroner loan, mm. lost, lost $54 million on a shitty paper and cardboard factory called Minos that maybe <laughs> only cost $2 million to even set up and run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then paid back $6 million to the government three years after that. Yep. So it's basically he... Uh, Ran away with a lot of critical cash flow at a time when the economy was in the shitter. Yep. So that all ended up in a lovely private bank account in the Caymans. What a jerk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> and the guy's like, eh, Skull, by the way. Skull. Skull. Cheers. Yes. Uh, elsewhere, <laughs> this, this guy's name, is it Dra- Dragon? 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 Dragon. Dragon. I called him Dragon. Dragon. That works. Dragon Aramansky, the Arab, as he's known, despite being 0% Arabian, uh, mm-hmm. head of Milton it Security like Firm. Sounds like he's Chechen. <laughs> uh, it's a security firm which includes a small operation for Pinders, which is like private investigations. Yeah. And coincidentally, Dragon is in a meeting to discuss new Pinders and is considering his colleague, Lisbeth Solander. Who's thirty-two years younger than him, and something mm-hmm. of an investigative phenom. Mm-hmm. Like she does her due diligence and then some. Like this one time when she investigated a researcher for a pharmaceutical buyout and then just casually uncovered that he's a pedophile <laughs> who likes to enjoy thirteen-year-old prostitutes. So yeah, 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 yeah. You know, the kind it's of things include those kind of reports. Just, just as a like. Side note, even <laughs> to the rest of the report. By the way, yeah, he's probably okay just, in pharmaceuticals, though. But yeah, but kind but, of it on the other end. But yeah, if you, like you. fifty pages into the report, like just <laughs> yeah. with you know no fanfare or anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, fact, he's a pedophile. Just so you know, <laughs> this guy is scum. Yep, <laughs> uh, might have to manage that down the road. Make sure you get insurance because he's going to jail for being a pederast. Anyway, <laughs> right. uh, she's described as like not the type of person he would have considered for his generally conservative company because like she's got short hair and, <laughs> and skinny and has a pierced nose and eyebrows. Yep. Many tattoos, so like including you'll be shocked to hear a dragon tattoo on her left shoulder blade. What? Right. Huh? So we're done, right? We found the girl with the dragon tattoo. That's we the, did. That's yeah. it. the book. All right. All right. Yeah. Job <laughs> it done. It was short, but interesting. So what's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Lisbeth did not exactly fit in. She was called the girl with two brain cells because I guess everyone assumes she's not very bright because she doesn't talk to them mm. and doesn't care to. Yeah. Which seems silly to me. I'm like, you can't make that assumption that she don't like you. Yeah. That's the assumption you make. Yeah. Like even even Dragon is like taking her for stupid or maybe even retarded. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa, buddy! It's not something you just assume. <laughs> I don't think about. she could do that in depth for you. If uh, yeah, well, I guess had issues like that. I guess at this point she was just getting coffee and making copies. 
making copies. But mm-hmm. one day she calls out the shitty job one of his investigators had done on a secret mm-hmm. report that he handed directly to her to copy. Like, yeah. <laughs> great job with your security there, guys. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Turns out. So I did my he own kick-ass version of this. So he didn't. He didn't take the uh, the fucking mandatory training, did he? <laughs> nope. Right. Not at all. <laughs> he did. He just skipped to the end and answered the questions until he oh got a passing grade. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, oh Lisbeth does not give a shit. Like she mm-hmm. does a good job right. and fuck your norms. Like, yeah, basically, basically. Yeah. And I mean, if you're good at your job, you can get away with that shit, that's I right. feel like. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. In my opinion, do the job well. That's all we ask. She's ahead of her time is what I'm saying. She's works oh, like yeah, she wants for to. for sure. But gets her job done. Uh, anyway, uh, Dragon seems a little put off that she's not very friendly. Like, he doesn't want to sleep with her. Like, he doesn't like women with small chests, but, like, he still oh, yeah, imagines totally. sleeping with her. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> and like the one time at the Christmas party when he's really drunk and he's like, I'm going to look out for you and gives her a big clumsy hug. And she's like, oh my God, I don't like you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I don't care for you. <laughs> Sets him straight a few days later and confirms that actually he is attracted to her. She the same age as his daughters. Ugh. <laughs> but she's like, no, that's not happening. All right. So he's like, OK, right. but I'm still going to think about it in the tub. <laughs> well, can't stop a guy from doing that, apparently. I guess not. Oh, man. I guess not. Anyway, back in the present, uh, Lisbeth <laughs> and Dragon are presenting her research into Mikhail Blomquist to a guy named Frode. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of the same info that you just read about. Um, but speculation from Lisbeth that he was set up for this whole Wernstrom affair, or at least given bad info from someone he trusts. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Frode seems very interested and asks them to investigate Wernstrom more. Also, P.S. Michael has an on again, off again relationship with an Erica Berger, who's married to a yep. different guy and is the editor in chief of Millennium. And it seems like yep. bad ink to dip your pen into. She's like the co founder, yeah. though, isn't she, with him and the other dude? Yeah, so, like, she's the, like. They're all very close. Yeah. She's like the real editor. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, you know, like a uh, very progressive sort yeah. of open relationship, I guess. Yeah, everyone seems cool with the, the relationship part, but it just seems like, you know, if you're working that closely with somebody, it's a bad idea to sleep with them. Yeah. Especially if they're married to someone Makes else. But they seem to make it work, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Scandinavia, I feel like, seems to be known for that now. I, I could be wrong. No, that's, <laughs> like I mean, that's the stereotype. Yeah. Especially yeah, Sweden. Stereotype. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's ever been true, I don't know, but that is the stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never gotten the pleasure to visit and find out, so I've no idea. <laughs> you need to go start Nothing a magazine over there and then sleep with your co-editor. See, see what happens. Report yeah, back. Yeah, I mean that, that could happen. Yeah, uh, they know English pretty well. Write it off as a business expense. I totally could if I'm starting a business. <laughs> it's all business expense. Write off. That's right. So anyway, uh, Michael stops into Erica's office, feeling a bit sullen about the whole jail thing. <laughs> Yep. Like you do. Kind of sucks. Yeah, I'd think so. But, you know, he enjoys a straddle and a boob pillow as they discuss mm-hmm. <laughs> how the magazine should handle the verdict. Uh-huh. Right. I liked him. He's like, I'm going to have to take some time off. Some of it in jail. Yep. 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 So he seems down. So she's like, I'm going to tell my husband I'm sleeping with you tonight. 
they put out a press release that he's stepping down. Mm-hmm. But as he's cleaning out his desk, he's con- contracted by Frode from earlier, who does lawyer shit for Henrik Wagner, who's an old industrialist who was a big deal back in the day. Yeah. Like, I remember that guy. <laughs> Wenger? Wagner? Wenger. It's Wenger. Wenger. Wenger? Wenger? Yeah. Okay, Wenger. I typed it wrong. Wenger? Wenger? Wagner. Uh, Wernstrom. Wenger <laughs> wants him to do some free, freelance work uh, and there's a side note in here that may or may not be pertinent ever a note about a soft spoken lady who claims she knew who assassinated Prime Minister Olaf Holm <laughs> it's all going to be connected guys yeah yep. Yep. everything Probably. <laughs> and the UFOs too and the UFOs yeah. especially those yes Meanwhile, Lisbeth is visiting her mother, who's 46 and in a nursing home, suffering from some kind of dementia. Mm-hmm. Mentioned that her sister never visits, but yeah. maybe is thinking that Lisbeth is her sister, Camilla. That's, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, That's really unfortunate. Yeah. Very <laughs> yeah. sad. Indeed. Uh, so on Christmas Day, Longquist calls Frode to agree to meet with Fagner. Wenger? Wenger. Wenger. God damn it. I went through all the trouble to transcribe these notes and then fucking Google Docs. Excuse me. Wenger. The next day is on a three-hour train ride up north to Lapland or whatever. Like the hinterlands. He's unsure if he'll even be there long enough for dinner, but meets him in his office, where there are many neat rows of framed flowers. So this Mm. is that one old guy from earlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The old guy. Remember him? Uh, I do. Blomquist is anxious to figure out what it's all about. And Heinrich is like, well, I'm pretty old, you know. I'm going to die really soon, and so I'd like to get my accounts in order. P.S. Did you know that you lived here once? (laughs) I knew you and your parents, and here's a picture of all when you were little. Right? That was super weird. I I already know you, Michael. I would think that's super weird. I don't know. <laughs> Switching to written notes now, so you know, just bear with me here. Oh man! Okay. So anyway, Heinrich's like, I'm going to tell you a long, dark story, then ask you the thing I want you to do. Mm. Blomquist is pretty sure he's not going to like any of this. He's like, Yep. <laughs> First of all, I want you to write a family history about us, all of it, even if it's never Every published, thing. even yeah. including my shitty brother Richard, Richard, who's a fucking Nazi. Yep. That that's the uh, that's the pretext anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, second, like you said, it'll be cover for an investigation. I really want you to run to find out who killed my grandniece Harriet. Uh, oh, snap! And who spent the last forty years trying to drive me crazy? So yeah. I I guess uh, I'm just going to refer back to the family tree here. Hmm. So I'm sure of who's who. Stand it's important. Up. It is. Okay, yeah. So Harriet is the granddaughter of Richard, who's the Nazi sympathizer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And her brother, Martin, who's still alive and running the company now. Yeah, uh, living in the sweet-ass house on the hill. Yes. Yep. And who likes jazz. We'll later find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Harriet... Is who he thought was going to be the one to take charge of this whole family corporation, but mm-hmm. as we mentioned, is super dead. 
Right. Super dead. Uh, and, this... and you know, it's worth pointing out that it's been said multiple times that Martin is not very good at his job. Yeah. 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 He does okay, but not the kind of guy they need currently. Right. right. Yeah. Um, he goes over a lot of details about the day Harriet disappeared. And most important to me seems to be that, one, this happened on this island they live at, when, mm -hmm. two, there was a big oil tanker crash on the only bridge in and out, which was mm -hmm. closed for days. Three, she had tried to talk to him that day, but had been very busy with the crash and whatnot. Four, she never showed up for dinner, and then five, they never actually found a body. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, Lisbeth is sending an encrypted email as Wasp to a mm. plague XYZ666 at Hotmail. I love, yeah, again, Hotmail. dating it. <laughs> Hotmail. Yep. Hey, you can still use it for free shit. Yep. Yeah. All your undesirable emails can go there. Um, as long as you use PGP. <laughs> right. Uh, she's like, just basically, have you got time? Then casually hacks into Wernstrom's apartment with some light social engineering. And Plague replies, 20. Which, like, I did not figure out uh, what that was. No. I was like, is it, is it, it's not the time they're meeting, because that was, uh, like, 18. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, like what is It's not the 20? amount that he charges her for the thing. Yeah. So... Maybe that's almost later. No, no, no. It's not even like what's, 10 fours. What's like relevant? Four. Anyway. Uh, Michael is reviewing some photos of the day of Harriet's disappearance and discussing the possibility that she was quietly strangled somewhere out of sight and then stuffed in a trunk and driven away. Mm -hmm. uh, Lisbeth, as Wasp, visits Plague in person, who's like a stinky type of person. Yeah. He's on social disability. Yeah. Gives him 5,000 kroner in exchange for an electronic cuff. All right. So keep that in mind. She's got an electronic cuff. Whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I'm that's sure supposed that to is. do. Wenger informs Michael that Harriet has had always given him a pressed flower in a handmade frame on his birthday, mm. which he has always received except on the year that she disappeared. Hence the blank spot on the wall. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... So the offer finally comes down to this. Live on the island for a year. Go over the case again with new eyes. Do that and he'll give him 2.4 million kroner. Mm -hmm. But if mm -hmm. you actually solve the case, I'll give you a, a cool 5 million. Yep. And even better, yeah. I'm going to give you all the information you need on Wernstrom to put his head on a platter. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so Blomquist discusses it with Eric and Malm, the other guy who's helping run the magazine. Mm -hmm. basically saying it's the only way they're going to keep Wormstrom from destroying the magazine. Mm -hmm. Erica's not well pleased. No. Yeah. Uh, Dragon caused Lisbeth to tell her that Frode wants the investigation into Wormstrom stopped, and she isn't well pleased either. <laughs> and I'm confused, because, like, why were they investigating him? If they have the information anyway? Is, was it so, a bluff? A2? Is it a bluff? Is it something so, that we can't know until later? Probably. <laughs> was it the key? I feel like I feel like there was a detail mm -hmm. about this that I'm like failing to recover. Like, 
man. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I think maybe it was just part of furthering the investigation into uh, Blomkist. Yeah, yeah. Could, like, could be. like to, to see if he was correct in his thinking. Yeah. Right. Maybe. I wonder if he doesn't actually have it and was trying to dig it up until he was sure that Michael was going to go along with it so he could offer him at least something. Maybe. Oh. I don't know. That makes that's, sense. That's also possible. Yeah. I don't know. Especially so it's combining with his thoughts on him from when they, he did kind of know him like 30 years ago. That could be getting recent financial shit. Yeah. Throw at him. I don't know. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. So part two. Did you know that 46% of women in Sweden have been subjected to violence by a man? I didn't. Well, now I you do, do now. It makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since a lot of us tend to kind of maybe slightly idolize Sweden. Yeah. I think people would be a little surprised. Yeah. Places have problems. They do, they do. indeed. They do. Uh, so anyway, Blomquist is installing himself at the guest house on Hedeby Island, where this guy lives. Uh, with a view of the bridge where the tanker had crashed up, uh, goes on a walking tour of the island with Heinrich, um, and meets a bunch of people, like Gunnar Nilsson, uh, who's sort of like the superintendent of many houses there. And did I read this right? He was a childhood romantic friend of Harriet? Or just a childhood friend? They, they, uh, it isn't clear I yeah. guess. I think like maybe they don't... he had more of an interest in Harriet, maybe, than she did in him. But mm. That's, yeah. They were kids. It isn't, it isn't super clear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, Something happened. Yeah. But they they were definitely friends and about the same age. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They also passed by his reclusive brother Harold's place and Isabella's place, who's Harriet's mom, and Harold's daughter, Cecilia. And Cecilia's brother Berger's house, which is empty. Um, and Gerda's house, which is the widow of Heinrich's brother Gregor, and the son Alexander. And then there's Maud. <laughs> Maud. Yeah. So I, not complicated at all. Yeah. I, I, I can see why I wanted to draw a map. Yes. Yeah. I should have been sketching this out. God damn it. Uh, so they have a discussion about work-life boundaries together. He's like, I'm going to be over here and fuck Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He constantly is declining invitations to hang out and stuff. <laughs> uh, then he, Blunquist goes to install his, his paraphernalia for his year in exile. And it's like, by the way, I do have to go to jail at some point. So <laughs> I still look the whole time. At some point, I have to go to jail. <laughs> Maybe oh, when I can do some writing, I'll go to jail. But only for three months. Yeah, yeah. I'll do some writing then. <laughs> there you go. Heinrich's like, well, maybe we can arrange something. And also about your yep. magazine. Me being rich and old and all. Yep. Uh, yes. Uh, Blomquist wakes up to no alarm the next day and goes shopping for, you know, warm weather clothes because it's like one degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and cigarettes. Cause, yeah. You know, Just in case. Gotta have cigarettes. Because uh, what else is there to them. do? <laughs> Nature. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he meets, uh, I guess, Gunner's wife, Helena Nilsson. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the investigative papers are brought in from the guest house, which is enough to fill 20 feet of shelving, which yep. 
six meters if you're converting. Um, <laughs> also, the best characters be... introduced, a reddish-brown cat enters his house. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like smart cat. Very important. It's warm yep. in here, and it's zero degrees out there. I would expect like, hey, it's just you. You need a cat. Yeah, yeah. gotta have a cat. Cigarettes and cat. I, what could you want? I I do want to point out that it is uh like uh, um just just one tiny thing about it for our for our one listener when he says mm-hmm. twenty feet of shelving like he is specifically uh referring to how archaeologists measure their uh their ah. their storage like. And uses uses that specifically says like like an amateur archaeologist. Oh, mm-hmm. Good call out. Has has twenty feet of shelving worth Jeez. of stuff. It's a lot yeah. of shit. Yeah, that's a massive amount of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so cat comes in the best character. Um, yep. He takes uh, the first binder to a, the nearby cafe with Suzanne, who knows him from the telly. Mm-hmm. And reviews. Like everyone uh, does, apparently. Apparently so. I mean, what else are you going to do? It's an island. And every, like, 98% of it's taken up by fucking Vingers and their kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a note about when Gustav Morel took over the, the case in this binder. And that's the other guy from the beginning. So, yeah. The detective. Yeah. So there's many, many details of Detective Morell's three days of investigation, which all of which seems like the first pass details of any mystery novel. So basically, yeah. I condensed it to he, he did a really good job, a very yeah. thorough and standard job, yes. but was frustrated that his investigation was ended after only three days. Yep. And there was a passing note in here that in frustration, he's like, well, maybe we'll find her body under the damn truck. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I know that feeling as yeah. a as a programmer debugger. Like, <laughs> gotta be like I know it's not this, but I'm gonna check anyway. God damn it! <laughs> Just in case. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be that fucking stupid, would I? Like, no, I can't. No. <laughs> so we get a, uh, then kind of a background dump on Lisbeth's past, and. Uh, I struggled to keep this all in in order, so check me on this. But I mentioned that she was twelve years in some sort of guardianship. Is this like state state guardianship? Yeah. So yeah. like in and out of like foster care, right. I guess, and yeah. also yeah, like like has sort of a caseworker, right? I guess yeah. who's like keeping track of all of this, right? Yeah, like has to get psychiatric treatments at the same time. Um, The state is basically convinced she's got serious emotional issues and a failure to integrate new knowledge. Wow. Okay. I don't think they're looking closely enough. Like, I know she's not super cooperative, but clearly she integrates new knowledge when nobody's testing her on it. I think think that that's um, maybe indicative of how the system is just, like, really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. That like people do sort of the bare minimum of their job or something. Right. Right. That like people don't really care to look further. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And that she got lucky with this guy that was her first guardian. Uh, mm-hmm. 
But uh, See, he knew yeah, there like was you more said, to her than she was letting on. He was just yeah. letting her kind of go at her own pace. Right. Yeah. One one guy who actually cared and was good at his job. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Amazing what that can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like you said, she's through several foster homes homes until they're like, well, they're going to put you in the jail or whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead, you know, so she should probably yeah. make this stick. Yep. Um, she had attacked some guy who had groped her at one point. And Again, seems fair. going back to this violence against women. Yeah, yep. men who hate women. Yep. She's frequently found with other men and is feared to be engaging in prostitution. I feel like we're maybe going to learn more about that later. Yeah, I I have a feeling that that's not going to be what it looks like. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, she's taken on by Advocate Palmgren as her guardian. And he's the good one. Yeah. And from her 13th birthday until the previous year, which is 11 years later, yeah. uh, when he suffered a very severe hemorrhage. So. Yeah. Um, Fucking bullshit. Yeah. He had been a sort of friend after, quote, all the evil, she says, and even spent Christmas playing chess with him, even though she doesn't particularly like chess, but always beats him. Yeah. Yeah. So now the new guardian, Jernman. Jornman. Jornman? <laughs> Bjork? I, I should probably write these things down because I, like, really I, I feel like I never have trouble pronouncing Pretty them. Pretty sure it's Bjorman. Bjorman. Bjorman? Bjorman. Well, the problem is I wrote it in my handwriting, so it could be anything. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> anyway, that guy's a total dick. Oh, yeah. Yes, super dick. Yeah, very much. Like, immediately so. takes over her finances and gives her an allowance, even though she makes like total bank. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to let you do what you did before, manage your money. Right. Yeah. And he's getting very specific about hygiene and whatnot. That's gross. Oh, my God. I know. I'm like, come on, dude. You fucking know these aren't questions you're asking. (laughs) Right. You fucking know it. Like, there's no way that's allowed. Right. Exactly. Um, So, meanwhile, Longquist is spending hours with Heinrich just talking through the family tree and history. Uh, and he's like, man, I guess there really, really would be value, even if I just wrote this as a book. Yeah. And he has a shout out here to www.ebram.se, mm-hmm. which I got to think he must know the guys that made this or something, because he's very complimentary of this random uh, note-taking website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they did g- done good to the whole of humanity just by putting it out there for free. Right. Shareware. Shareware. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Uh, pittance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they trace the family business and ownership of the island back uh, to the French king, which awarded Heinrich's ancestor for service to the garrison. Yep. Yeah, which back is kind of the neat. French ship to king to Sweden. Yeah. And he pins which up a family still the tree. house today. Yeah. Sorry, he pins up a family tree and highlights the family members that would have been there when Harriet disappeared. But mm-hmm. not those under 12. Like, you have to draw the line somewhere. And right. probably not Heinrich, because he'd have to be a psychopath to act this way over the last 40 years if he'd been involved. Yep. Right. And Hercule Perrault would not approve of this. If you can't rule out anybody, <laughs> I'm sorry. Can't rule out anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. They mentioned his suspect list ends up around 40 people. So, you know, really easy to investigate. Oh, yeah, totally. 40 years later. Mm-hmm. Um, when a lot of them are dead. Many of them are dead or old and uh, like hermits now. So Yeah. 
If it was set today, most of them would be dead now. Yeah. They'd absolutely be dead, yes. <laughs> yeah. Basically, his research begins to conclude that the family's a bunch of bastards. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of dickish behavior in the yeah. tree. Founded by a distant and unloving father. Uh, Hendrick's got three brothers who actually are fucking Nazis. Uh-huh. Yeah. One Literal even published Nazis. a book under a yeah. pseudonym of, for racial hygiene. Like, okay. Right. So not just that one guy. They all suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's also a story about Heinrich's company working, like, with, like, next to the Nazis during the war. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. Well, that's how it just would have happened. Like they said, there was that yeah. feeling that Hitler was inevitable. Yeah. So it's... manage your contacts well enough to maintain business, but kind of comes into play too like everything that happens at the end of that story well i mean it also it also like a lot of a lot of people will tell you like it happened pretty fucking gradually right yeah like like i like hitler was like the time man of the year wasn't he something like that like well because time because people who are influential whether they're good or bad well, right. but but yeah. I mean, at that point, it was just like he's he's like really modernizing Germany, like he's really doing some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like he's a like, little racist, but so are the rest of us. Exactly. You know, like but like it didn't really draw any attention until he started doing some really shady shit, like taking away people's citizenship and stuff. Yeah, right. and I mean, basically, I don't know the the impression that I that I got is that right up until the war, everybody was like things are going to be fine right everything's going to be okay right. yeah pretty right. much like people rarely try to start a world war like it's only happened the one time yeah right up until so probably not gonna invaded again. czechoslovakia and poland and yeah yeah and it know, was it was like oh well it'll be fine yeah it was distant enough that they could be like well we don't really know what these rail cars are being used for and we hope it's not what we hear yeah yeah but all that was just rumors too like right. they didn't unless you had somebody that you were working with like in place and the SS, you didn't really know that for sure right. mm-hmm. what you were hearing was true unless you saw it. Like, right. Right. Saw a train car of people at a, at a train station, you know? Right. Yep. Yikes. So anyway, that's really super depressing. Um, totally. And I wish it, it wasn't so pertinent to current day hates... discussions either. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Weren't we yeah. just talking about this in chat, like, yesterday? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Thanks, coming Miles. up. Let's... God damn Let's, it. And we Tennessee. saw the history of the Holocaust here. Fucking and your books. <laughs> oh, our kids can't learn about the brutality of the of the Holocaust. That's too much for their fragile minds. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's supposed to be brutal. It's not a pleasant experience. Dude. Kids watched up, okay? They can handle yeah. mouse. Exactly. Oh my god. No, I like I watched uh like in school, in class, uh the killing fields yeah oh wow like yes. like I, I i feel like it's okay to yeah. teach and this kids, stuff yeah. they need to know how horrible it is like they do like like you said you can't sugar there's no way to make it exactly sweet like right. it's it's terrible it is some of the worst shit we've humans have done to each other like yeah. it's gonna suck yeah mm-hmm. and it needs to to drive home how bad how bad of an idea it is to do that right. yeah so. And like, uh, I don't know. I just, I just think it's like kind of stupid how different it is, like how it's taught here versus how it's taught like in Germany. Right. Yeah. They don't like, record anything. They're yeah, like, they, yeah, this is what 
your grandparents and great grandparents did. They you know, do, do not do fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, we're like, I don't know. If you t- teach people about racism, that'll make them feel bad. So, right. I'm going to punish you for teaching things that actually happened. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Call it yeah. indoctrination. Ridiculous. Stupid. It's just history. Nope. Only the feel-good history can be told. Sorry. We have a feel-good all, history. All we can oh learn is God. that <laughs> World War II was terrible until America showed up and we won. Yeah, okay. did it. that's, that's the important can, part. Yeah, we can we can teach. Um, uh, oh shit! I'm I'm blanking on the movie, but anyway, yeah, like uh, like basically any World War II movie from like the 50s mm-hmm. or 60s, like we can we can yeah. teach that. Those are fine. Yeah, right. no Saving Private Ryan though. That's too too gruesome for yeah. yeah. realities. Yep. yep. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. That's depressing as shit. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to the company in Germany. Uh-huh. Heinrich has a business partner, Lobach, who asked him to smuggle his Jewish love child, Edith, out of Germany, mm-hmm. hiding yep. in some equipment boxes. Yep. But, you know, what happens is Heinrich falls in love with her, uh, gets married, despite his father's objections. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But no kids. Nope. Fortunately. See, but he can't have kids. Can't have kids, and his brother Harold hates him for marrying a filthy Jew. What a cunt! Yes, I was like, so that's okay. That's why your brother hates you. I'm like, well, um, fuck your brother then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let him Just be a bitter old man. Throw him under an oil tanker. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's earned it. Yeah, Blomquist does meet with some of the family though, like Martin and his lady friend Ava. Mm-hmm. Who's friendly and portly and likes jazz and has like 3,000 records. Mm. Yes. And shout out to Nights in Tunisia, which is a great album. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally mm-hmm. is. It is. Uh, he meets Cecilia, Harold's daughter, who seems nice, but's concerned that he's going to be like investigating this Harriet stuff. Mm-hmm. She thinks both Harold and Heinrich are crazy pants. Oh, my God. So that's not a good sign. Um and I also noted that she thinks that when they do find, if they ever do find out what happened to Harriet, it'll be like shockingly boring. What it is. <laughs> I mean, that is a possibility. And she fell in uh, the, the shower or something. Yeah. Just, you know, trying to sow the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Uh, he briefly meets with Isabella, who's Harriet's mom, who's got to be like a billion. Mm hmm. Uh, Described as an aging vampire. So I take it back earlier. There are vampires. <laughs> I mean, it's it's Sweden. She's got so, those you know. sharp feet. As it's to say, she's kind of like Lauren Bacall. So she's got some of those sharp feet. <laughs> yeah. She so. basically tells him to fuck right off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All the way. Uh, he does pay a visit to Detective Morrell, who surprisingly seems very open to talking about the investigation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he he wants to see it solved more than anybody. Yeah, right. Well, not more than anybody, but like second most, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. It would have it would be him if Henrik if Heinrich wasn't so yeah on it. Well, I guess he was afraid his case, that he was, his he was stepping mystery. on his backyard. Like, yeah. I'm going to solve this, not you. But uh, dude's dude's eighty. Yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. The key point in that conversation for me seemed to be that Morel suspects that Harriet was trying to tell Heinrich something urgent and uh, impactful. 
because yeah. she would have known yeah. that he was very busy at the time and wouldn't have gone in right then. Like, I got to talk. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, it, it seems very likely that these things are related. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I think um, the important, another important detail from that day that maybe uh, wasn't mentioned was that like her window was closed, but then it was open. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. I think worth that pointing out and that, that it hadn't looked like she'd been in there. Yeah. Right. That's right. Um, he thinks that maybe somebody involved with whatever she was going to say might've uh, killed her to keep her quiet and maybe didn't plan on having to do that. It's like, mm-hmm. Oh shit. I didn't know she knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also we learned the cat's name is Jorvan to Jorvan. Which is a cool name huh? for a cat. Your van? Jorvan? Your vein? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. TJ. Jorvan? <laughs> I just think of Torbjorn from, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> Thor. Yeah. Where's the big woman? Yep. Uh, and there's a not so detailed note about Heinrich calling Stockholm to talk about Blomquist. Mm-hmm. About something. I assume that's where the private accounts get managed. Maybe. Maybe. Or he's like, about this jail thing. Like, he won't be going to jail. Let's make that not happen. Let's <laughs> go away. Oh, man. Uh, he's, he's... It's helpful to have industrialist friends. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Goddamn. <laughs> Fucking millionaire industrialist friends. Can be useful. Yep. Uh, yep. So, Erica finally calls Michael back. I guess she's been ignoring him since he's gone on his wilderness retreat. Mm-hmm. Um, and co- even comes up for a visit. And to see if his bed is big enough for both of them. Oh. Yeah. Turns out it is. Turns out totally is. <laughs> and uh Lisbeth has her third meeting with her new advocate. Uh she tells him about her fake boyfriend Magnus, mm-hmm. which he's yep. very interested to hear about what kind of stuff they do. Yeah. Yep. Uh specifically like what positions she likes. Uh does she like it in the butt? Yeah. Ooh. Like yeah. come on, dude. Like in the back of the Volkswagen. <laughs> an uncomfortable place. Yeah. Because guess uh, what? She could start bringing a recording device and, like, record you. Yeah. Then you're fucked. But, I, I, you know, going along with the general theme of this book, like, would it even fucking matter? Right. To to be honest, like, would it... I don't would know, it, honestly. Anything... Yeah. yeah. She's mentally disturbed or something, so she doesn't matter. But well, basically, she proof. concludes that this guy's going to be a major problem. Yes. Yeah. And that concludes our section. God damn. So to go out on a happy note. Oh yeah. <laughs> super creepy uh guardian asking about sexual positions. Yeah. yeah. Not trying to groom the conversation at all. Yep. Yeah. Gross. Super gross. Totally. Super gross. So I mean, like like so far in this book we've had like like various different relationships between men and women, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. or men and girls, and like, uh, you know, like like the range of feelings, I guess, and the range of like like ways that they're described. Yeah, uh, like it's. I think that that is probably really uh, going to be a running theme in this, and it's right. really interesting. Like yeah. you, you see, like, uh, like Michael has a lot of respect for his partner. Yeah. Um, but like also cheated on his wife. Um, yeah. right. 
you know, like, like basically, uh, uh, Gave his daughter enough independence to, like, decide whether she wants to deal with him or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I don't know. He he seems to be, like, a pretty hands-off kind of guy when it yeah. comes to women and girls. Yeah. Um, And then you have, like, the uh, um, Dragon and, and Lisbeth and, like, that weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like how, uh, like, he's he's attracted to her, but he's not. And right. like, like, what does that mean? And like, like it's, he has these weird, complicated sort of paternal, but also not paternal feelings towards her. Right. Mm-hmm. Like almost and like, like he feels like entitled, like a girl in this situation should be attracted to me. Like what's going on? <laughs> like, like what I, what I got from it was not exactly that. It was mostly just like. Like he just he just was like really stupid and immature about how he went about things, honestly. Yeah. Well I, I don't mean, know. I take that because he was talking about how she's very unfriendly. Right. Okay, well, yeah, I mean that's that's just in general like a yeah. sexism in the workplace thing, right. right? Like you should smile more. Yeah. You're so pretty. Yeah, you should smile more. Right. You you'd be pretty if you smiled. And also right. like you should wear skirts because that's well, how we do around here. Yeah, and short yeah, hair yeah. makes you kind of look like a dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, uh, come on. Come yeah. On. So, so yeah. Like, yeah. there's there's that whole thing, and now now we've got this asshole. Yeah. Yeah. This this new uh this new advocate. Yeah. Who seems primed like, to yeah. use his positional power and authority over her like as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. and totally and I I think he is like um. Maybe maybe he's like making the huge mistake of assuming that she's mentally incompetent, and that maybe means to me that he's done this before with yeah. other girls. Yeah, I think he very much has. Like, like knowing that that uh, they're just not going to have the wherewithal to be able to deal with it properly. Right. Well. Right. And immediately making her dependent on him. Yes. Like, I'll have all your finances. You have to come through me. Yep. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, what a super fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. but to your point, yeah. like, it seems like the the most stable relationship so far is the polyamorous one. So, yeah, yeah, fair play. exactly. And again, yeah. it seems to be about like giving people their freedom and space yeah. if they want it. Like, that seems what Elizabeth responds to at work. She's like, "I'll do my thing, leave me alone." Right. Yeah. And in his family and love life, it seems to be working too. So. Yeah, and also her her former advocate, right? Just right, like yeah, letting exactly. letting her like run free. Yeah, yeah, and to actually be a supportive person, be like, "I'm here if you need me." Yeah, like you can come to me and talk to me about anything you want, whenever you want. Right, like, but also I'm here, for, I'm here for you. Yeah, but also don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, right, you don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Everything's fine. Yep. So freedoms and report to jail whenever, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any uh, other final thoughts about this first section? Are you making any uh, guesses about Harriet's murder or not murder? No, mm. not, not at this point. Oh man! If the movie hasn't already spoiled it for you, I don't really remember that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, nothing's getting spoiled for me because I know there's a lot of details in the book too that were not in the movie. Yeah. So. Hmm. Yep. 
like, ooh, I vaguely think I remember who or why, but not yeah. really. So let's find out. I'm not ready to rule out that she just ran away and has been sending the she flowers might herself. Have. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a possibility. It's a possibility. At this point. But it took a year off sends... to establish herself. So I guess yeah. they did mention they come from a lot of different places. Yeah. I should have mentioned that way in the beginning. Like, America's, like, somewhere in Florida, they had to look up in an atlas. There was right. there was a detail you didn't mention that I that I really felt like was going to be relevant and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, but but that uh, that Harriet had a cousin who was about the same age as her. Oh yeah, they did. That she oh. was like that she was like a couple years older and that they were friends or something. Yeah, yeah. let's look at the family tree. Not on the family tree. Mm. Right. Uh. Well, let's see. It was it was like just a little side note, and it just I don't know it jumped out at me for some reason. Yeah. Martin and Harriet are basically the same age, and yeah. Harold's kids, Cecilia, Anita, and Berger, are all basically the same age. So Berger's way older, but yeah, mm-hmm. Anita's like two years older than Harriet. Yeah, Cecilia's four years older. So who knows? Right, but we'll see. Could yes. be something fucking we would never have guessed. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, actually, it was aliens the whole time. <laughs> they beamed her up. I, I'm going to be so disappointed <laughs> if that's how this ends. <laughs> it was called Millennium, it. right? Maybe oh. it was Y2K. Maybe Y2K got her gasp. Anyway, oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the the reading assignment for next time mm-hmm. is to get through chapter twenty one. Okay. So that's like another 150 pages or so. Not too bad. Not too bad. It did go quick once I actually started reading it. Oh, man. Like, yeah, I'll give I'll, it that. Like. I'll be totally honest. Like, uh, I really didn't want to stop reading. Yeah. 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 I had that trouble last night, and I'm like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> I need to sleep. I mean, like, like I got <laughs> to the reading. I got to the end of the section, and I'm like, I like, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can read it more. Go, go, do it right now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then, been... then how long am I going to have to wait? Well, right? I don't know. I don't oh know. man, I've been pleased with it. Feels like feeling like it's going quickly enough. Yeah, know, keeping me pulled in, even though there's a lot to read. Yeah. Yes, in each for each section, like this has still been pretty enjoyable, which I'm happy about because i was a little concerned like like on my own i don't think i ever would have read this because of its size but like doing it this way and i'm like cool this is still pretty enjoyable yeah like it's it's good yeah for some reason it fell into the category of stuff like i know i need to do this but i don't want to and then once i started reading i'm like okay this is pretty good yeah i'm into it now but right so did you guys have anything else that's good no, just involved <laughs> with the school substitutioning. Yeah, mm. used to be part of a school community. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm uh, glad to hear it's going well so far. Yeah, but I can because <laughs> it could tough. be a nightmare. It's a hard right school. It, it could it, be. It really could be. It's a hard school. Like, yeah, numbers wise and stuff. So I'm actually glad that there's not negative incidents. Yeah. Hmm. Kids are warming up to me. There's still a handful of times. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of you pick your battles about stuff. Right. As long as they're not, at the end of the day, as long as they're not hurting each other and 
stuff, then it's fine. That's yeah. right. Like, yep. Just know. like having kids. As long as <laughs> yeah. no one's going to the hospital, it's probably okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. How much longer yeah. is the school year? Uh, Mid-June. Oh, geez. Okay. And they go that uh, late? Yeah. Wow. I think they're... Well, that's what I'm scheduled through. I think yeah. their finals start like first week of June, or maybe that's when the quarter ends. Okay. Finals. Yeah. I see. So, hmm. plus it's probably, I mean, they missed that week of, it might be because they missed that week. Yeah. Martin Luther King uh, Day. So, they're going to make yeah. that up. Could be. But, cool, cool. You know, it uh, seems far away, but I'm sure we'll hit it before I know it. Yeah. Right. It'll go quick. <laughs> It will. Yeah. The weeks are starting to go a little quicker since I'm getting used to their rhythm. Right. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. The first Which couple of weeks are hard, and then it just kind of yeah goes. We'll just slide into a rhythm, and I'll do my best to teach them things. And the yeah. kids who want to learn will learn the stuff, and the kids who aren't paying attention will miss it. And, and you'll see them again next year. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> that's, that's been my experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, Just, other Chris? Uh, man. Um, so uh, I know it's like over a decade late, but we started watching Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Nice. I think it's good. <laughs> it's okay. I haven't, I haven't seen all of it, so I watched like the first three seasons, and that's about it. Uh, we, we watched like a handful of episodes, and it's uh, like, I, like, oh, man, it's good. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what yes. happened? It's like people were right. It is pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Turns out. Yeah. Turns out all those other folks were right. Yeah. I, I would like to, like to say it's, more, but I've never seen it either. So it's it's one of the it's one of those things where it's like uh, like like I remember people talking about this a long time yeah. ago, yeah. and it's like like uh, if if you wanted to talk about it now, like who would you talk to about it? <laughs> Yeah, like, like hey guys remember remember breaking bad remember when you like, watched no. that <laughs> like no nah, let's talk about it yeah remember when you <laughs> <one> knocked <laughs> i don't even know that's probably later on I'm probably not today that's yet. yeah probably there's going to be references like i know about the roof pizza but i don't know what <laughs> yeah. that's a reference to you'll find out it's you're gonna fun. find out yeah People still throw it up there i hear yeah the guy well, there's better fence like, around the house stop. now, so you can't get close enough to do that. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's there's probably something else, but like I'm I'm uh, yeah yeah blanking. Yeah. That's kind of where I was at. I'm like I've done a lot of stuff, but it's all garbage. Like yeah, I'm like just finished season five of Naruto. Like okay, why am I still watching? Why am I still watching this? <laughs> every every time every time I watch like a a long running shonen show, uh-huh. I'm kind of like this. Yeah. Why am I doing it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, every everything except for um, uh, My Hero Academia, I yeah. think, mm-hmm. has fallen yeah. into that kind of category. But like, I also set that one aside and haven't come back to it. So, right. yeah, <laughs> it's the thing is like. I don't know. It's like uh, an abusive relationship because it's like twenty episodes of bullshit uh-huh. that you don't really need to see, and then the, you can tell that the episode's going to be good because a different studio animated it, and you're like, "Yes, yeah, this is gonna, okay." 
well, wake up and pay attention. To this so, song. so uh, in our in our Tuesday group, we've been watching uh-huh. uh, Gunbuster. Yeah, um, that's uh, like uh, for for people who don't know, Gunbuster is like one of the first, or maybe the first, um, uh, Gynax OVAs. Oh, okay. Directed by Hideaki Anno. Uh-huh. And, oh. um, uh, you know, a, another one about like, uh, girls piloting robots in space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, one of the, one of the first things that came up in the discussion while we were watching this was like, so, so about what episode, cause there's six, I think about what episode do you think, uh, he's going to run out of budget? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, uh-huh. like, Probably by the third episode, I think he's going to be out of budget. And, uh, like you, you can totally tell because you like, they have in episode two, I think like this really fucking wicked fight scene. Yeah. And like, that's definitely where they put all the budget. And then the episode after that, it's all like panning shots over stills with like, (laughs) you know, like, like maybe some blinky lights or maybe some like, uh, you know some some other things like moving in the scene but it's like just a cell sliding you know yeah. it's not like a an animation or like it's all dialogue <laughs> it's just yeah. like little mouth movements or something so yeah like yeah totally ran out by episode 3 and then and then in the uh, next episode preview of the of of the next episode they talk about like um we found a new sponsor or whatever so like (laughs) so they got more money (laughs) so we'll see how quickly they blow through that but yeah Mm -hmm. and and to your to your other point there was like a really great joke and you can probably find it um somewhere about um uh it was it was a it was a reference on on gintama which is a really um if you haven't watched it Mm -hmm. um they they reference a lot of things that like people aren't gonna get outside of Japan, but like they also uh, make fun of anime quite a bit. And one of yeah. the things that uh, came up in Gintama was like anime based on like serialized manga and right. how like they diverge and come back and like oh yeah 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 and like yeah I think based... I've seen that clip yeah it's yeah. it's really good uh, yeah. go go find that if you haven't. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Did you know we have show notes? No, I didn't. We totally do. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah. Well, for the more recent ones. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, the yeah. thing that is actually of some quality that I was going to mention that mm-hmm. we just started watching like last night, so save my ass. Like, Okay. It is uh, on Netflix, The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Ah, uh, I saw the trailer okay. for that, and yeah. like it looked insane. Yes, it's great. Yeah, it's... I, <laughs> I was I was like super intrigued by it, but yeah, I haven't we, I haven't gotten around to it. We had threw it on because we ran out of Witcher episodes, so we're like, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, and then we watched like the first half of the season, so like all the way through. But it's like you know, <laughs> satire version of like I don't know, Gone Girl or yeah. Girl on the Train or. Yeah. Oh, okay. That kind of thing. Like that was, was kind that of was kind of what I got melodrama, from it, yeah. murder mystery type things. <laughs> but it's played very straight, and yes, uh, it's just very funny. 
<laughs> like the the thing that hooked me almost right away is this lady i guess uh is an artist of course you know uh widowed living alone like she's struggling to get her daughter out the door or whatever for school and she's like how come you're not dressed her daughter's like uh i can't i'm dead and she Whoa. disappears because she's a hallucination she's like how do i keep forgetting that I'm like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and the amount okay. of wine Kristen Bell has drank in just like the first five minutes of the show is heroic. So. <laughs> <laughs> we are probably going to end up finishing it tonight and then be sad that there's not more. But yeah, yeah, worth it. Totally oh my god, it. I'll I'll take that as a recommendation. Then. Yeah, like uh, like I said, it 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 looked amazing yeah. based on based on the trailer. Yeah. Well, I guess Will Ferrell is also one of the uh, executive producers, so it kind of yeah. seemed like that one Lifetime movie he made. One time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fun. that was, yeah, like, basically just exactly a Lifetime movie, except yeah. that it's Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, they didn't even, like, it wasn't even for comedy. Like, they just made a Lifetime movie. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yep. what the hell? Nice. All right, gents. Any Good any style. last remarks, oh. quips, inspirational words, uh, denouncements of book burning? Oh, oh yeah, man. forgot that's happening. <laughs> Don't too. forget, yeah. Book, Every, book everybody, uh, period am I living in? Like, what's happening here? Yeah. I I I don't think I need to say this because I I feel like everyone's already gone out and done this. But like, if if you haven't, like, go buy Mouse and read it. Yeah. yeah, it's on back order a lot of places. <laughs> I was but, saying, yeah. I, I do need to get it, but it's unavailable now, thankfully, because everyone's like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the deal with Mouse? Yeah. Yep. Friendly and reminder, if you're burning why, books, you're wrong. Sorry. Right. And, uh, you know, why are these, uh, why are these, why are these cat lovers, like, hating on Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yep. All right. I'm hitting stop over here. Yep. Okay. Boop. okay, that was our session for today. Homework reminder for those reading along for next time. Please read through chapter 21 and come back to class ready to discuss. So, you know, stop reading when you hit chapter 22. As always, let's close today with On Second Thoughts. So, I've now read the whole book, watched the movie, chatted about every part of each with the crew, and I still don't know if it's Wenger or Vonger or Wagner, and I may never know. Also, I know the good folks over at Kids Bop aren't trying to make terrible music. I know they're trying to let kids with a Z enjoy pop music without all those embarrassing sex and drug lyrics. But let me offer you two ideas. One, not that kids are dumb, but in my experience, most kids don't have enough context to know what cake by the ocean is supposed to mean. Two, parents, there is, like, a lot of other music out there that's actually good, and you could listen to that instead of Big Dick Energy. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Today's episode was sentenced to spend three months in a minimum security prison whenever it would be convenient, thanks to Chris Chris Ham. Chris, other Chris Jacobson. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by no one in particular. 
Until next time, keep fucking reading. Except when fertilizer plants are on fire. Oh, God. (laughs) Is that still burning? No. No. Did it explode? No, thank God. It's also good. No, they apparently, uh, when the firefighters evacuated, they left a fire truck there spraying a hose constantly on, like, the rail car (laughs) they were concerned about. It's It's probably fine. So, so it... It never caught on fire, thankfully. And the other stuff apparently slow burned yeah. in the right way, so it never exploded. And then it started raining pretty good on Thursday, so that helped get the fire under control. Like There might still be parts that are on fire, but firefighters are actually back on site now. And I've been yeah. But I love the excuse, too. They're like, well, we didn't do a mandatory evacuation because we don't have the resources to do that. So it's a voluntary evacuation if you live in a one-mile radius. Please don't be there in case it blows up, because you'll probably die. So nobody left, is what you're saying. Yeah.